What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Brick House, and we have a full house today. We got Malik, we got Josh, we got Joe, we got Nick, and we are going to be doing some bold predictions today because we don't make any predictions that are not bold here on House Call Sports. But first, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, and that's Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code, the underscore house, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. Since we are just starting the second half of the season, we just got done with that horrible all-star game. We are putting that in our rear view mirror. We figured this might be a good time to do some bold predictions for the second half. So y'all can come back to this and say, damn, these dudes can really see the future. Actually, I can't speak for the rest of these dudes, but I know I can see it. I can see it clearly, and it's in bold writing, okay? So we came up with a bold prediction for something that's going to happen for the rest of the regular season or for the rest of the playoffs. We don't even know. We're not even prepared for what each other's going to say. We're just going to get some live reactions right here real quick. So, Josh, I'm going to go to you first, man. Give me a bold prediction for the rest of the NBA season. Matt. I'm honored that you started with me because I definitely am the one that's going to come out correct today. Uh, go to my NFL episodes. I called that whole Super Bowl. Just saying. <laughs> my NBA bold prediction is we will see, and I dress, I dress for the moment right now, we will see a 76ers Phoenix Suns finals this year and let me go ahead and elaborate for you guys yeah i see joe's face over there let me go ahead and uh convince joe right now we got the sixers at 16 and 4 in their last 20 games with a healthy mvp candidate in joel and b don't even get me started last year he deserved that mvp harden has been aggressive so far he's scoring just enough but do you guys know he's about to lead the league in assists this year all they need is tobias harris and Tyrese Maxey, one of them to step up each game, and they're basically impossible to guard off that pick and roll. They're, they're only three games back now to Nick's Boston Celtics, Joe's Boston Celtics. Um, they're, they're right there with that top seed, right? So they could force the Bucks and the Celtics to play in that second round. We might not have to play them both on the way to our chip. Dara Mori didn't make any trades. You guys know how trigger-happy he is with making the trades. Um, he only got himself a better scoring wing, wing and McDaniels and got rid of Tybal. He wasn't shooting well enough to be on our squad. Um, so that means Daryl Morey believes in this team to break through to the finals. Let me go ahead and talk about Phoenix real quick. Phoenix getting a top three player. Joe, you got to admit, top three player in the league. <laughs> I know he will. He will. Uh, <laughs> That's all Suns fans have been asking for since they blew a 2-0 lead to the Milwaukee Bucks a couple years ago, okay, in that finals. Throw Durant in with Aiton, Booker, and CP3, and you have yourself a Western Conference favorite. Their lack of depth won't be exposed in the playoffs as teams only move to a 7-8 man rotation anyway. So good luck beating that top five. Hey, Josh, I like it. I, I can't argue too much with the with the with the Phoenix pick. I think the Sixers are a legitimate threat. I know Joe doesn't though. So Joe, what do you think about uh what do you think about that Phoenix and uh Philadelphia finals prediction by Josh? I mean, we've already talked about it. The Phoenix Suns can't stay healthy. They're literally walking a hospital ward onto the court. Their top five is literally might as well look like the freaking uh, Toon Squad from the first Space Jam thing after the first half, man. All like walking through the, you know, the <laughs> locker room and casts and stuff. But the problem is Michael Jordan's not coming in there. Or Bugs Bunny's not coming in there with his special sauce, bro. It's not happening. And then you got the 76ers. Yeah, sure, they can pick and roll everybody. But the minute you come against a team that can switch every single pick and roll and guard at every position with one 
one through five, i.e. Boston, baby, you're screwed. And that's what happens. The 76ers cannot get past the Celtics. They say it all the time. They, it's not a rivalry, you know, because they beat our ass. It happens every single game and every single time because you know why? They've tried to run that offense multiple times. They cannot do it against Boston. And Boston has only gotten better because they're going to have sixth man of the year in Malcolm Brockton. They have one of the top defenses, one of the top offenses, and they've been the best team in basketball for, like, the entire season. Sorry, man. I ain't seeing it happening, and that's just how I feel about it. So, But I, it's bold. Uh, you definitely hit the bold thing right there. That's a perfect checkbox, bro. I think <laughs> yeah, I really. think it's perfect because the Celtics and 76ers play today. So uh, we'll, we'll see. find out. We'll, we'll see. Out. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It'll be it'll be very interesting to see. I, Josh, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want that prediction to come through, come to true just to see Joe's face when the, you, the Suns and the Sixers are in the finals. So. <laughs> Malik, what do you think, man? What do you think about a potential Suns and Sixers finals? Um, I think I would love it. I think it would be a great idea. I think, so. I think it's a good prediction. Have the same I like team. it, too. I like it, too. Choice. You have a good big man with Embiid, and I have a good um, role player with Tobias Harris in them. So I think it's a good idea. Yep. I like so, too. I think, I think it's a great idea. I, I 100% would love that finals. Nick, what do you think? Phoenix, Phoenix and 76ers finals. Uh, I love the I love the Suns Suns pick. I mean, that's who I picked in the uh, come out of the West. The Suns are currently fourth in the West, and that's without Durant stepping on the court with them. So put Durant on that team; they're gonna they're gonna rise to the three at least the three seed in the West. And uh, I mean, the the Sixers ain't gonna ain't gonna get past the Bucks or Celtics. Um, they have trouble with both teams. And uh, I just don't see Embiid or Harden lasting an entire playoff uh, playoffs to be healthy. So uh, if that happens, they, I mean, they might have like a ten percent chance at beating beating either team. But I just don't, I just don't see it uh, c- coming in. Yeah, to 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 be honest with you, Josh, I'm kind of with Nick here. I think I think the more likely of those two is the Suns for sure, just because the West is so much more wide open, and you just added Kevin Goddamn Durant to your team, so it's going to be really really tough for any team to beat them. And Joe, quit shaking your head over there. I see you. It's going to be really really tough for any team to beat those Suns. But as far as the the Sixers go, I I just don't see it with the Sixers this year. I think they're they're clearly the third best team in the East. But we've seen James Harden flame out in the playoffs every single year. And he's not going to be relied on to be the number one option. Obviously, that's Embiid. But we haven't seen Embiid even in a conference finals. And I think it's more likely than not that we have to see them play either a Giannis in the semifinals or a Jason Tatum and a Jalen Brown in the semifinals. And I don't think that ends very well for Phoenix or for I mean, uh, Philadelphia. Excuse me. You know, I give you a comparison. James Harden is the Kirk Cousins of, of basketball. As long as it's the regular season and not big moments, he shows up like crazy. Okay. The minute the lights get bright, he shrinks. Bro. Don't don't disrespect don't James Harden like that. <laughs> don't don't disrespect James Harden like that. He is yeah, not the Kirk on. Cousins of the NBA. Kirk uh, Cousins would never win an MVP or lead the league in no. anything. Kirk Cousins no. is garbage. But yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to. We might as well just go with Joe next since he's popping off. Joe, give us your, you were you were popping <laughs> off before about what your bold prediction was. So if it's so bold, let's hear what it is, pal. Okay, here you go. So I will admit the Phoenix Suns are probably going to end up at the three seed, King slide to the four. Then you got, um, I believe it is the Clippers, and you have uh, the Mavericks, right? That rounds out your top uh, five, right? So my bold prediction is as follows, okay? Here we go. The Suns, the Clippers, 
and the Mavs will not make it out of the first round in the NBA playoffs this year. All three trade for a superstar, and all three fail to see the second round of the playoffs because they cannot get the chemistry right, they can't stay on the court together, and it ends in the first round in disappointment. That is my bold prediction. Wow. So Kevin Durant and Chris Paul and Devin Booker and then Failed. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic, none of those teams – Make it out of the first round. None of yep. them. None of them. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, Nick, you want to take that one? You, you want to take? You want to take that one? Oh, where, where do bold, we bro. even? Where do it's we even bold, start with that? Um, <laughs> Imagine if it happens, though. If it happens, I just want you guys to know. I won't even show up that the next episode because I don't need you guys to have to gloat and, and kiss my feet and stuff like that. Dude, you're gonna, this is you're like gonna, some you're crystal gonna, ball shit right they're, here. You're gonna they're all gonna go on to the next like round. And a cigar. Uh, they're all gonna they're they're all gonna make it to the second round unless they're playing each other. So Clippers, who uh where where are the Clippers right now? Who are you gonna who are they gonna lose so to? So right now, right now, so you have I believe it is the Suns are four, the Clippers are five, and the uh Mavericks are six right now. So right now you have the Clippers going to uh Phoenix right now. So I need some help in the standings to get this to work out. But I almost went with two of the three. I almost said two of the three will not make it to the second make it to the second round because I had a feeling that they, one of them was going to face each other. All right, and I'm hoping that some things work out in the standings to where none of them face each other. Two of the three not making it feels a little safer. But this is bold. This is not the safe prediction segment. This is the bold prediction segment, and I went bold as fuck. All right, this is like, this is not this is not twelve point times New Roman under under uh, uh, what is it font font. Yeah. It's not that type of segment. This is bold. This is all yeah. caps. This is this is that's the, the underline italicized bold bro exactly. forty two you know sizing characters bold in your face predictions man and that is the prediction I'm going and I know people are going to lose their minds I haven't been on the Sun since the Kevin Durant trade we all know how I felt I got called Skip Bayless in the comment section because I made a damn saying that it didn't move the needle for me I said Kyrie wouldn't work out in Dallas and I'm still thinking that's not going to happen even though people are like oh he's playing really well do we not just watch him and Luca go hot potato with the basketball trying to figure out who's going to take the last shot and then Kyrie just pretty much hands the ball over to the other team and then they both look at each other like what happened? That's going to be Dallas in the playoffs. I'm sorry. They're not going anywhere. And then the Clippers, yeah, I, I think the Clippers are actually have the best chance of the three to really make it out because, like you said, sure, when Durant gets on the court, when's he going to get on the court? When? We don't know. It just keeps getting moved. And we've all seen Fair. Booker and these guys fade in the playoffs. You know, Chris Paul is, is damn near one year away from turning to dust the next time he gets ran into because he's that damn old. And I they mean, have no support off the bench. Too. You got five guys, four guys max that you could say are really good, and everyone else is just met. So realistically, the one team I think has the best chance just went to double overtime with the Kings, like the Beam. Sorry, you know, they would say get that in my King segment in here, and that's the Clippers because you know you finally get Westbrook in an offense that he can perform in. And I honestly think out of the three teams, they got the best chance to make it to the second round. If I had to choose, because honestly, we keep waiting for Durant to get on the court. We keep waiting to see if Luca and Kyrie are going to mesh and it's just not happening. I don't see it going to work. And everyone keeps ex like expecting this all to just be a plug and play kind of thing. It wasn't plug and play with Kyrie Durant and Harden in Brooklyn. It wasn't plug and play with LeBron, Bosch, and Wade in Miami. In fact, the only one you could actually say was plug and play was Garnett, Allen, and Pierce. And that was because they were all old enough to put their freaking egos aside because they all had one goal. Let's go win a championship. 
I've got one. I got one that was plug and play. KD with Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Yes, sir. So now you're adding four straight finals all together. Plug and yeah. play. I wouldn't plug and play first year, was it? Man, what? some people, some people just want to <laughs> watch the, the world burn. This guy wants to watch Yeah, Joe, you're that guy. Um, so what I'm hearing now is either the Nuggets, Kings, or a seven or eight seed is going to make it out of the Western Conference. So, oh, the Kings. I, mean, I already picked the Kings. I, I picked that last yeah. episode. I said the yeah, Kings so, are making it to the finals, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've so, been bold prediction yeah. for two weeks, dude. I'm oh, just been man. winding it up. Yeah, so the Malik, Malik, Malik and Josh, if you missed that, his his real bold prediction came last week when he predicted <laughs> the Kings were going to make the finals. That was uh, the real one. Now this is just a bold prediction on top of the bold prediction. That's offense's efficiency, man. There's bold predictions, and then there's just straight up. Wrong, insanity you know straight insanity, insanity so like like you know what my, my six is looking good right now thank you you're welcome you're welcome I for sure i couldn't let you have the craziest i i told you before the start i said the craziest of predictions coming for me guys you guys are all gonna have your brains melt out of your ear trying to figure this out and so far you all have had your brains melt out of your ear just think i'm out of my mind but i'm telling you like the safe prediction would have said two of the three don't make it the bold prediction is all three don't make it Joe put some like PCP or something in his coffee this morning. I don't know what he what he had planned. Oh man, this is pure raw energy, bro. I don't drink coffee on the weekends, man. Something something crazy. But Malik, what do you think about all of? We'll just go with all of Joe's predictions. The the Clippers, Suns, and what was the other team not making the finals? Mavericks not making the finals, and then making the second round. Fuck the finals. Making the yeah, making the second round, and then the Kings making the finals. Malik, what do you think about all that? Um, I had the Clippers making it to the second round, but I had them losing to the Nuggets eventually because I don't think the Clippers can beat the Nuggets because, yeah. And I have I don't think the Kings can make it to that final because I feel like they don't have that um, finals appearance. They don't have that um, the confidence to make it to that finals. I feel like they might lose in the Western Conference finals. I'm I'm with you on the I'm with you on the Kings, man. They haven't even made the playoffs in damn near two decades. So the Kings, it's not looking very likely it's they're gonna make the final. I love the Kings, don't get me wrong. That game was in the, the Kings and the Clippers game yesterday was very, very entertaining, but I don't see them making the finals and then yeah, the I can see one one of the at least one is gonna make the second round. I guarantee you. I would put money on it that one of those three teams make the second round. Yes, what do you I think? I need Nick? some help in the standings, man. I just need them yeah. not to face each other. <laughs> Yeah. Nick, what do you think, man? Uh, what do I think about uh, Joe's takes? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. That was, uh, well, not only do I have the Suns going to the finals, so they're definitely making it out of the second round. The Clippers, if they play the Kings the first round, are going to sweep the Kings. I love it. Easy. I love it. Easy. Some yeah. king slander, even though I don't like king slander, but I like it because it's going to hurt Joe's feelings. But wow, Joe, you came out there. You came out pretty hot. You got a bunch of you got you got stake in four different teams. You got bold predictions on four different teams at this point. So we will four, see bro. how that works out. Half of the, half of the damn Western Conference playoffs is my bold prediction right now. Literally, literally half is your bold prediction. So we will see how that works out. But I'm going to go you next, Malik. What do you think? What's what's your bold prediction for the rest of this NBA season? Okay, I'm going to go for each conference. For each conference, I have the Nets um, losing out and losing their playoff spot. Because the way how bad the Nets looked yesterday against the Bulls, I think have that feeling that the Bulls might go into that eighth mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. That reigns. And for the um, Western Conference Finals, I have the um, Suns winning it all. Winning the Suns, 
Suns winning it all in the West. Okay, what 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 makes you think the Suns out West? Um, I feel like once Kevin Durant comes back, I believe I have a strong feeling he will come back before the playoffs. I believe they'll get that on court chemistry, get that going. I believe they can be impossible, hard to stop in the West. I don't see yeah, hey. match them in the West. I think as far as as far as the top of that team goes, you're 100 percent right. Nobody's nobody's matching that that top four on that team. And then as far as the Nets go, I would agree with you as well. I think they had 32 points, you know, four minutes into the third quarter yesterday against against Chicago. So I don't think they're going to have nearly enough to hold on. But Joe, you're over there whining and bitching again. What do you what do you got to say about the league's pick? They got 20 games left, man. How the hell are you going to get chemistry in 20 games? You ain't even been on the floor once. <laughs> He ain't been on the floor once. Half this team hasn't been on the floor half the year. Wait, wait. But when they do, though. When they do, though. Oh, it, and if I was seven foot tall and could dunk from the three-point line, I'd be an all-star, bro. So, But you see, that's never going to happen. Yeah, that's a what if. That's literally never going to happen. This is not going to happen this year, bro. They're you don't think they're all going to be – Kevin Durant's going to be back later on this week. Yeah. And well, I, the Suns are the fourth seed – Without Durant stepping on the court. And we all thought they should have been the unanimous one. And they're the fourth. How many games back of the one seed Denver? Like nine and a half, ten? Yeah, but they've been they've been but this is kind of proof. They've been having injuries this They've been having turmoil since before the season started. There's nothing good about this team. It's all anarchy. It's all it's this it's Brooklyn two point oh. They literally had the same problems oh, that Brooklyn man. had. They had oh, chemistry man. issues in the locker room. DeAndre Aiden won and out. Jay Crowder didn't even show up to the facility, if I remember correctly. He wasn't there because they didn't want him there. And they came out and said that the coach was having problems in the locker room. The front office couldn't get on the same page. They couldn't figure each other out. Then the injury started mounting. And they said, oh, hey, we're just going to bring an aging guy who couldn't play seventy only 75, or 75 games total with Kyrie in the three years he played with him. Here's here's, hope that he plays with these guys. Here's why he's a plug and play. Here's why he's a plug and play. There's only two times in NBA history that someone has shot a mid their mid range shot. It's not Jordan over 55% from the field. That's Kevin Durant twice. Okay. You can easily set your shooters outside and just let him cook from mid range. What, what is CP three CP three going to do? You think he's not going to pass the ball to Booker, Aiton and KD man, this, you don't need 20 games of chemistry. I bet if you put KD on those, on those warriors teams, just for the playoffs, they still win two championships. KD is a plug and play top three player in the league. If you put LeBron, anyone top three, Onto the Phoenix Suns, they're going to be a championship contender favorite. We'll see. Yeah, Josh, I like your I like your point there because even even with KD being you know the the mid range score that he is and you know the the ISO score that he's capable of being, he doesn't need the ball. You can sit him in the corner if you want to, and you can let Booker cook, you can let CP3 cook, you can do a CP3 eight and pick and roll, and then you know right. if the guy doubles off of off of Durant to go get Aiton or go get CP3, then you got a wide open Kevin Durant in the corner for a three. You know that's why exactly. KD works so well is because he's such a good spot up shooter. So I think the offense the offensive chemistry is not going to be a problem when they're all in the court. I think the defensive chemistry and the depth and the injury concerns are what going to derail them potentially. But Nick, what do you think about uh, Malik's predictions? The Nets falling off and the and the Suns uh, making the finals. I know you like the Suns. Suns are Suns are always a great pick, and uh, I love I love the Nets falling off just because uh, I saw that trade as a you know a huge back. It, it just wasn't a good trade for the Nets overall. 
and now they're 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 uh, they're coming into reality and seeing what it's like playing without superstars. Uh, what it, I think Dinwiddie had two points playing the entire game yesterday, so uh, I think that's what they're gonna they're they're gonna see more often. And and listen, they've got a lot of solid you know role players over there, and a lot of you know pretty good solid young players. You know, you got a Cam Johnson, you got a Michael Bridges. You know, you got some solid young players over there, but. Like you said, Nick, it's no superstars. You got to have superstars to be able to win in this league consistently, and they just don't have that. So I don't see how it's going to work out for them. I, I really like that one, Malik. I really don't think they're gonna they're they're gonna make the play playoffs, play in, or have make any noise whatsoever because that is just not a good that? basketball team right now. Higher draft pick. True. Yeah. I mean, that's what they should be. That's what they should <laughs> I mean, be looking that, for. Honestly, that's what this trade was for. It was to move up the draft board, get as many draft picks as you can, and set yourself up for the future. They looked at the but East. They, they said, "We're not making it out of here, even if these guys do play well together." And that's why they're all gone. But this year, they actually have zero incentive to lose because they have they don't have their own first round pick. They <laughs> traded it to get. Uh, they traded it to. I don't even remember who they traded it for. Maybe it was for Harden. I don't even know. But they don't have their first round pick this year, so they have no incentive to lose this year. So hopefully, they for their sake, they can at least make the playoffs. But I don't think that's going to happen. But Nick, I'll go to you, man. Give us something bold, bro. We want to hear a bold prediction for the rest of the year. So I'll give you two bold predi- bold predictions because I just had to get two one through. Uh, the first one was just after what after listening to Joe. So Suns are going to move up to the three seed. Kings are going to get knocked out first round, and we're going to see an epic match between Kawhi and Kevin Durant in the Western Conference Finals. With Kevin Durant taking taking it home, and uh, Suns are gonna go on to the finals. But wow. my second bold prediction: Tatum is one of the most disrespected MVP candidates that we've had in the last ten years. Not only is this man leading the NBA in total points, he he's only missed four games. So out of the top eight MVP candidates, he's the only one who hasn't missed more than like eight games so he's he's the only reliable candidate leads the most most uh has the most points in the nba he uh he's probably the best two-way player there is in the nba in the mvp at least in the mvp candidates and uh not only have the celtics have been the best team throughout the entire nba season so this man should be mvp because we kind of went from what one after one year it went from Oh, Tatum can't even be top five, top ten. Now he's doing so well this year. We've kind of just ignored him and take, taken him for granted. This this guy is coming off coming off an, uh, a finals appearance last year, uh, and now now he's gonna take he's gonna he's gonna ride at home in this last twenty two game stretch. He's gonna he's gonna average over thirty five a game to to take home MVP. Mm. Mm. I like that one. I think you're you're right. Tatum is being a little bit disrespected in the MVP conversation, but you said he's the best two-way MVP candidate. That is simply wrong. Giannis is the best two-way MVP candidate because no, Giannis they, is averaging more points and he's better on defense. But he's but he's but what I'm saying is he's missed like 15 games already sure, yeah. and he's hurt, so he's going to mm-hmm. miss more games in the last 22 games and down the stretch. He'll miss more for sure, and I think the 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 pushback I have as far as Tatum being MVP is, you know, let's let's check the standings real quick. Celtics are uh, one game better than the Nuggets, and I would say that Tatum's supporting cast is way more than one game better than Jokic's supporting cast. And Jokic is averaging a twenty five point triple double on sixty percent shooting. And I personally wouldn't have voted for Jokic the last two years. I wouldn't have voted for him. I would have voted for Giannis, I think, one year, and I would have voted for Embiid uh, last year. But 
I, I would st- I would vote for Jokic this year. That's that's where my vote was going to go. But I like the I, man that that Clippers and Suns Western Conference Finals. That would be an entertaining Western okay. Conference Finals. I would okay. definitely be down for that. So Josh, what do you think about his two predictions: the Clippers Suns Western Conference Finals, and then Tatum being disrespected and he should be the MVP? I absolutely love it. Um, I, I think, or well, the first one, anyways. Um, Kawhi Leonard is a playoff guru. You know what he did with the Toronto Raptors. Um, he, you know what? He doesn't need chemistry. Uh, he, he doesn't need nothing. Just get him the damn ball, okay? And then Russell Westbrook, how many MVP candidate teammates did he have when he was playing? Paul George had the best season of his life, his, new, his now teammate, uh, it, when he played in OKC with Westbrook. Uh, Harden scored 36 points per game with Russell Westbrook by his side. I love the fit for the Clippers. I do think Phoenix is going to take that home, like Nick said. Uh, speaking on the, the MVP, I, I'm more, I'm more for just not giving Jokic another MVP. I like <laughs> what, 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 what do we say the year that Westbrook was averaging a triple double and oh, it's nothing. He's just a stat patter, everything like that. Jokic, you know what saying? He has a triple double means absolutely nothing to me because he has yet to carry his team anywhere in the playoffs. So I, I don't like Jokic as MVP, but I do think we are sleeping on Tatum. He'll be a top three candidate when it's all over. But Embiid is the most dominant big man in the league. How What, what do you do against uh, Jokic when they played against each other? Oh, yeah put, yeah. put over 40 points and over 20 rebounds on him. So, yeah, I mean, Embiid is the most dominant player on the biggest team in the East, the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. All right, Josh, calm down. Put the, <laughs> put the, but you know, but t- tape it up underneath your shorts now. Come on now. Um, but, uh, but, but the, uh, the, the Embiid, listen, he's, I would agree. He's the most dominating player, but the end, the, the award isn't the MDP award, the most dominating player. It's the MVP award. It's the most valuable player. And listen, I don't want to give Jokic a third straight MVP either. Like I said, I wouldn't have voted for him the last two years, but I think this year is easily, I think it's, I think it's pretty clear that he's the MVP, but Malik, man, I'll go to you. What do you think about Nick's uh, prediction of Suns Clippers in the West finals? And then his prediction that Tatum uh, should be the MVP. Um, I kind of agree with him. I feel like the Suns will beat out the Clippers and the um, Western Conference Finals and win it all. With the MVP, I agree with him. Tatum is being kind of disrespected. I feel like he should win this year over Jokic. I feel like he's more viable than Jokic. Most Man, points, I, it, it, you're, it, the game is to put the ball in the basket, and he's done that better than everybody. But, Most points total in the NBA scored. So... I don't care about points per game. If if Luca has three more points per game, or if Embiid has two more points per game, Tatum has outscored him total, is more consistent, has been there for the team, and he plays both ends. And he's also got Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon and, like and Al Horford and Al Williams a third and, and a really good coach. <laughs> And everything, man. So listen, I don't disagree that Tatum should be in the in the running. I think he should be top three, a top five at least. But I'm still going to go with Jokic. I mean, the, the the supporting cast in Denver isn't nearly what it is in Boston. So Joe, you mi- you might have missed the predictions, but his prediction yeah. was Western Conference Finals, Clippers and Suns, and then Jason Tatum should be the MVP. 
Well, we already know how I feel about the Clippers and the Suns. I've, we've we've covered that. I don't need to comment on that. We can just just rewind this a little bit, refer to that. You'll see it. Josh is sick and tired of hearing me say, and I'm sorry. I got my internet apparently thought my my bold takes were too hot. It was like, yo, dude, you need to go ahead and hop off for a second and recollect yourself. Realize how bad they crazy. suck. Yeah, probably something like that. I'm, I'm burning through internet connectivity with my craziness right now. But, I mean, I can make the argument for Tatum. I mean, we can make the argument for a lot of these guys. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, realistically, like I said, it's who's, who do we think is the most valuable player for their team? Do we think the Denver Nuggets, if you pull, you know, the Joker out of the lineup, he's not playing anymore, he just sits, are the Nuggets as good as they are? Absolutely not. Do I think that the Celtics could survive 20 to 30 games without Tatum this year and probably still be pretty damn good? I do. I think but that very much so. They wouldn't be the best. They wouldn't be the first the seed, no. But they I think the Denver the Nuggets would not be in the playoffs. NBA. The Denver Nuggets would not be in the playoffs if they didn't have Jokic. The, the, the Celtics would be in like the five or the six seed if they didn't have Tatum. And so that's what I'm saying. Just a little recap of my bold prediction. I was just saying he's the most disrespected uh, MVP candidate right now because they have they have him listed at number five in MVP odds right now. Um, yeah. When he's led the NBA in total points, he's the most reliable MVP candidate that's out there on the floor. He's only missed four games out of 60 so far. All other candidates have missed at least eight or more. Um, and that's going to continue with Giannis and, uh, and Embiid probably sitting out a few more games here in the end. And uh, I just think that Tatum's, Tatum's name has been we we kind of we've kind of taken him for granted just because we've seen him grow throughout the years and he took a huge step from going to the finals to now what he's doing this year and now no one's giving him credit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the biggest problem that we have right now is is exactly what Matt and I were saying is that you know if Jason Tatum was doing this and he didn't have the supporting cast, he would be the unanimous MVP. The problem, like you think about Westbrook when Westbrook was, you know, averaging triple doubles and doing all this stuff like that. And he is playing 81, 80, 79 games. He was the only guy on that team. Harden in Houston essentially was the only guy on that team. A lot of these teams that we're talking about, the reason these guys have won these MVPs is because without these players that win the MVPs, they would not be a playoff team. Houston would not be a playoff team without Harden the year he won MVP. All those times that Westbrook was an MVP in OKC, OKC does not make the playoffs if he is not there. Jokic is the reason Denver is in the playoffs. There's a reason they're the one seed. If he is gone, they are no longer in the playoffs. I mean, I understand they have other good talent on that team, but they do not have a triple-double coming off the bench or anywhere on that roster outside of him, and he's a walking triple-double. The Sixers with Embiid, remove Embiid from that team, and I don't think Harden carries them to the playoffs. I just don't. I think at best they're a play-in team. And these are the reasons why these guys are getting this stuff is because you remove this player and you do that. The Celtics have the luxury. And it's unfortunate for Tatum from an award standpoint. But at the same time, if you go to talk to anyone in Boston sports, anybody, any player, any past player, anything like that, and they, you look at them and you go, hey, would you rather have MVPs or would you rather have championships? They all look at you and go, what the hell, what good is an MVP? I want rings. I want banners. Boston is a city about championships. Personal accolades and achievement is not what they're about. All right? There's a reason Paul Pierce is a god in Boston. It's because he, he helped bring a championship to Boston. It's at Banner 17, all right? There's a reason that they retired Kevin Garnett's number and he played like four years there. His number's in the rafters in, 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 in TD Garden. It's there, Okay. Like, that's how they feel about championships. 
All right, look at Gronk. Gronk came out and, and shit all over Aaron Rodgers and says, I can get back to an MVP level. And Gronk was like, who gives a shit about MVPs? You want banners. You want trophies, bro. And that's so what the best. So I don't think Tatum gives a shit if he wins an MVP or if he's in the MVP conversation. He knows how good he is. Yeah, he knows how good he is. And uh, so I just don't think that people realize how great the Nuggets supporting cast is because they have like four guys who are averaging like above 17 points per game. It's because Jokic has 10 assists. Yeah, he's getting them all involved. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean that Jokic is making the basket for them. I mean, yeah, he but he says, he's putting them in great positions, though. He's putting you, them you were in just way better up positions. Harden to about assists, bro. Leading the league in assists, were you not? Or was that Josh? Who was talking about? I, it? I, I didn't. Josh. It was Josh. Yeah, the guy so, in the yeah, yeah. So, so, Harden, Harden so this is this is yeah, yeah. Like, so this is what I will bring up. <laughs> Jokic doesn't lead the league in assists. No. Jokic doesn't lead the league in points. Jokic doesn't lead the league in rebounds. What Tatum does lead the league in is points, not missing games in in the MVP candidates, and he's a two way player. So that brings him up a little bit more than Jokic because what does Jokic do on the defensive end? When a big no. guy, when it, when a yeah exactly when a <laughs> big man is actually is good, i.e. Embiid. He's going to be like a little kid out there, and we're not even going to see him on the court. I, I can well, tell to, you the to be fair, to, to be fair to Jokic, I mean, everyone gets bodied by Embiid. Like, Embiid just bodies everybody because <laughs> he's Embiid, you know? So it's yeah. not like well, it's not like M- anybody in the league can guard him. Like, no one if can guard Embiid. If you're back-to-back MVP, you should be able to, you should yes. be able to do something yes. against uh, a most dominant center. Because I, I, don't, I don't think I don't Shaq think- would get bullied by anybody. I don't think he should have been back-to-back MVP, by the way. Yeah. I think he should be MVP this year. So I'm just – I'm not basing it on – I'm completely eliminating the two MVPs before this. I'm strictly basing it on this season's MVP, and I think it should be Jokic. There is a bias in the NBA, all right? No one gives a shit about defensive efficiency or how well you play on the defensive end of the game because no one wants to see defensive play. They want to see crazy scoring – Close games, shootouts, high-scoring games, you know, knocking down threes at the end, thriller kind of shit, man. And that is why Jokic and his offensive prowess with his passing and the crazy passes he does and his things he does in the offensive end of the floor have him in the MVP conversation all the time, right? It's why his lack of defensive ability is never brought up outside of – as a real hindrance to him getting the MVP. It's because from a fan standpoint – we do not care. So if you want, if, if, if you guys have a problem, if there's anyone out there watching this who has a problem with Jokic winning the MVP, you have no one to blame but ourselves. Because we have, we have catered to this idea that as long as you put up 35 points a game and you make crazy three-point shots and you do all this stuff and you're a showboat on the floor and crazy offensive performances, we don't give two shits what you do on the defensive side of the floor. We're going to, we're going to, just watch for what you do on the offensive side. Look at, i.e., James Harden, not a good defensive player. Kyrie Irving, not a good defensive player. You know, Steph Curry, not a good defensive player. You know, but all these guys have really good ball handles, shoot the ball from crazy distances and really well, and can put up mass amounts of points. Jokic falls right into that category. Shit defender, does things on the offensive side of the floor with his passing and his shooting and his skill sets that we don't see from a big man. That's why he is where he is. We have done this to ourselves. We have disvalued listen, defensive ability. Yeah, and 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 in today's today's day and age, it's so hard to play defense because the the rules don't allow you to the 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 fouls. You know that you can't do do anything without fouling. Plus, the skill so level 
the skill level of the players and people are shooting threes. So it's nine. It's a it's a million times harder to play defense in today's NBA. But yeah. I want to transition to my bold predictions. I want all of you to shut up. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about my bold predictions. Okay, so shut up and listen. All right, because these are the real bold predictions. You guys just everyone who's watching this Freaking just listen to that Matt, garbage. Bold that just came in from like the rock. No, you're I rolling. Shut it's up. your face. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. I'm giving my bold predictions now. All right. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> These are the bold predictions everybody wanted to hear. And I'm saying bold predictions because I got two of them as well. Okay. I didn't know someone was going to steal one. So I came prepped with two. My first one is the Lakers are not going to make the play-in. Uh, because they're going to make the playoffs uh, as the sixth seed, and they're going to make the Western Conference Finals and face the Denver Nuggets, who are going to win the Western Conference. The Denver Nuggets will beat the Lakers in seven games in the Western Conference Finals. That is my first bold prediction. The Lakers are going to get the sixth seed. Sorry, wow. Joe. They're going to beat Sacramento in the first round. Wow. They're going to beat Memphis in the second round, and then they're going to lose to Denver in seven in the Conference Finals. Now, my rationale behind the Lakers the Lakers pieces finally fit together for the first time since 2020. Russell, as your point guard, fits. He's a shooter. Malik Beasley fits. He's a shooter. Jared Vanderbilt, Swiss Army Knife, as LeBron called him himself. You got Mo Bamba, protect the rim. He can stretch the floor and hit threes. You got Hachimura, athletic wing, who can hit threes. All of them are under the age of 27 to go along with two top players in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And the rest of that supporting cast they've kept, which has been pretty good. Schroeder, Austin Reeves, Troy Brown. Hell, Lonnie Walker, who was their best role player before these trades, he ain't even in the rotation anymore because of these guys so now i know what you're gonna say oh what about the health ad can't stay healthy lebron has injury concerns okay that's fair all right but i feel like they've just been crazy unlucky with these injuries and i feel like this is the year that it evens out a little bit they stay healthy through the playoffs and the only time lebron and ad stayed healthy through the playoffs the last time that was was 2020 and what happened in 2020? Oh, they won the NBA title. So, and don't give me the bubble excuse because everyone <laughs> had the same advantage in the bubble and literally everyone was in the same exact circumstances, okay? So, my prediction, Lakers make the sixth seed, beat the Kings in the first round, beat Memphis in the second round, and then lose to the Nuggets who make the Western Conference Finals or who make the NBA Finals in the Western Conference Finals. What do you guys think? That's just the first one. That's just the first one. Okay. <laughs> I like it because what it happens is, is by them getting to the sixth seed, they knock back one of the teams I need to lose out. So it makes my prediction work. Thank you. I'm actually really happy about this. I mean, you're really trying to make it work for me, bro. And I really, really want this. Right away. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Kings one kind of that, you know, that was more of a a pipe dream anyway, you know, probably had, you know, (laughs) kept me up at night thinking about that one. But I mean, the other one, yeah. I mean, it might, my, those three teams not making the playoffs really needs one team to step up to kind of reorganize, you know, six, five and four. So the Lakers coming up there and reorganizing that and the Kings dropping back one, you know, that kind of messes up your Kings thing, but hell, here's what I'm going to say. Phoenix Suns get to the, get to the uh, three seed Lakers get to the six Kings drop the four face the five and, Lakers knock out the Suns. Uh, Dallas gets beat by the two seed, and the Kings beat the the five seed, and all three teams don't make the – yeah, dude, let's go. Let's round this up. I'm with Matt. Lakers, six seed, baby. (laughs) Going going back to Matt's prediction, um, I I just want to – what what do you think the Nuggets have this year that they haven't had in years past that's going to get them over the hump, Matt? Health. Health. They weren't healthy either the last two years. Murray was hurt. Porter Jr. was hurt. The last year, the last year, the last year they were healthy was 2020, and they were in the Western Conference Finals with the Lakers. So it's going to be a 2020 Western Conference Finals rematch: Lakers versus Nuggets. I I do like the pick. I do like the pick. Jamal Murray, I think, is your biggest point right now. Like 
is he playing at the level he played in on the bubble when they came back down three one in two separate series? Like, yep, that's the kind of Murray you're going to need if if they're going to make it over the hump. So I like. Yep, him. and yeah, and this and this year he struggled to start off the year coming off that ACL that he had, but he's starting to find his rhythm a little bit. And you know, if he gets to be back to being bubble Jamal Murray in the playoffs, Nuggets are going to be dangerous. Malik, man, tell me why I'm right. Tell me why I'm right, Malik. I know you think I'm right with that Lakers pick. <laughs> you are right with that. Um, I feel like you're right because they do have the you know, more young, versatile players. I believe they do have a chance to beat the Nuggets. If the Nuggets are not healthy enough, they have a chance to beat the Nuggets and making it to the finals. I think so too. I think so. I think it's gonna. I think that series is gonna be a really good series because it was actually a really good series in the bubble. But AD just made that crazy uh, buzzer beaten three to make it not look as as close as it actually was. So Nick, again, just just tell me. You can just write me a letter. I don't care. Tell me why I'm right. Just I don't, do, do whatever you got to do. Give me like send me some flowers or something like a bouquet. I don't care. Just tell me why I'm right. That's just begging for validation at this point, guys. So I'll tell you the first reason why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James is 38 years old. He's not going to do anything in this last in this in this stretch of 22 games. He's wow. he's not going to jump from the 13 seed to the 6 seed. He could he could potentially jump from the 13 seed to the 9 seed, 10 seed at best. Uh I there's just no way even with all these young 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 guys they have that they they mesh well and do do so fantastic that they're going to jump four or five teams uh, in that span. And didn't D'Angelo Russell already get hurt? The minor minor setback for a major comeback on that one. Minor setback. Uh, <laughs> and then and then for the Nuggets, I mean, I I like the Nuggets. I just don't think that their style of of basketball uh, equates to winning in the playoffs. And with their superstar being Jokic, I don't think his style of basketball equates to winning in the playoffs because he's going to get taken advantage of on the defensive end. And there's just not, there's if, unless like, honestly, I think it has to be like Michael Porter jr. Averaging like 25 a game for them in the playoffs for them to be winning series. And if Michael Porter jr. Isn't doing that, I think that they're, they're going to have a huge, huge uh, defensive liability with Jokic. Yeah, I think you're 100% wrong. So um, that's what I think about your your take to to my prediction. So how about that, Nick? How about that? Hey. I, I'm tired. I'm tired of the slater of my first prediction. I'm going to the second prediction. Okay, the second prediction: the Golden State Warriors miss the playoffs. They're going to make the play-in as the nine seed. They're going to win their first game in the play-in, and then they're going to lose their second game in the play-in and be eliminated. There's too much drama going on in Golden State. The Draymond saga to start the year, he's knocking his own teammates out. The young players are underperforming. Clay Thompson isn't the same player he was, even though he made 12 threes last night. He's still obviously a great shooter. He can get crazy hot. But as an overall player, he's not the same. What are you getting from Andrew Wiggins? That dude can be super soft at times. The defense is bad. Jordan Poole hasn't taken the strides that he's needed to, to this year. They rely too much on Steph Curry, and Steph Curry gets banged up way too much. This is an end of an era in Golden State. We see Draymond leave this offseason. I think we should probably see them move off of Clay as well this uh, this offseason as well. And last year was their last dance. This year is their farewell tour. Goodbye, Golden State. We've had enough of you. See you later. What do you guys think about Golden State being done? I'll give you uh, I'll give you your props on this one because this one's a lot. Uh, this one you got 100 percent correct. I'll give you that, Matt. Um, end of an era for 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 the Warriors. I think that this is truly the last year that Draymond is on that team. And 
they have to figure out what they're doing with their with their young pieces because Jordan Poole has definitely taken a huge step back this year. Andrew Wiggins isn't as consistent as he was last year. I think last year was that one year he had that was like kind of like an outlier year in his his entire career. Um, and they're going to rely on that Steph Curry magic. So, and uh, if, if Steph Curry is not not playing up fully healthy, there's there's really no chance that they got. Yep, I agree. Yep, and uh, I just want to point out that the guy who you were talking about, Andrew Wiggins, locked up your MVP favorite, Jason Tatum, in the finals. Uh, we'll, but we'll move on. Uh, Josh, uh, <laughs> what do you think about my uh, Golden State uh, missing the playoffs prediction? Hey, I, I love it, man, and uh, I'll, I'll take it one step further. They're going to lose in that second game to the New Orleans Pelicans. Once Zion mm. Williamson comes back, that Pelicans de- team is dangerous, and watch out. That might be one of the best first-round series between the Nuggets and the Pelicans. Look what they did to the Suns, number one seed last year. They're not fully healthy. Brandon Ingram, uh, he had a, he hurt his little toesy, so he wasn't he was out for a lot of the season. Uh, Zion Williamson, Zion Zion is an absolute stud when he is healthy on the court. I see them when they're healthy taking the Nuggets to seven games. I know I know you might not like that, Matt, but love no, the Golden State I, Warriors pick. I think Klay uh, Thompson, Charles Barkley said it best. All respect to Klay. He's an amazing championship player, but all respect. Uh, Charles Barkley said it best. That man's going to be delivering my DoorDash orders uh, in a couple of years now. So um, Draymond Green, he's out. Steph Curry, uh, Steph Curry is now going to have to look to Jordan Poole for the future, and I just don't see a future in that. Yeah, I actually to to go back to your Pelicans point, Josh. I actually really like that. I was I was huge on the Pelicans early in the year when Zion Williamson was healthy. They were the number one seed for, for about 30 35 games. So, they're a really really good basketball team when they're healthy, but again, the Zion Williamson for he looks like Thanos, but he can't stay healthy. It's insane. Right. Uh, right. But but Malik, I'll go to you, man. What do you think about the uh the Warriors missing the playoffs? Um I think they are going to miss it. Uh I feel like they rely too much on Steph Curry like we all mentioned. And um I feel like you know, an era for them. Yeah, definitely. I I could I could easily see it being the being the last year of that big three. Joe, tell me, man, what do you think? We discussed it, right? We said, hey, if, if Golden State makes a big move at the trade deadline, they could be a threat. And then they proceeded to literally do absolutely nothing. Nothing. Get absolutely no one, and do and they're going to do absolutely nothing in the play. And I I mean I think that. I, I think you're right. I I want to go one step further and say it wouldn't surprise me if they don't make the play. Oof. Like that's how bad I think it's going to get there for them. They they don't look right. Sure, sure. Clay Thompson said you know he made all three three games with twelve three pointers and they all happened in February. Sure, okay, that's three games. You know, and in three games in a, in, a, in a playoff series, sure. But I don't. I just they're it's done. It's over. They don't look right. They haven't looked right all year. Like you said, they, they basically were relying on Steph Curry to put up 55 to win games. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got hurt. And you're like, like, this is it. And, you know, so it's, it's sad to say that it's the end of an era because, you know, we're so used to these guys being playoff, you know, perennial playoff contenders. But yeah, I, it would not surprise me if they didn't even make the play in. The way so who if, if they don't make the play in, who do you think is going to make the play in? And I'm just going to throw you this alley-oop real quick so you can uh, mention Danny Ainge and the Jazz again because you haven't talked about Danny Ainge for the first episode. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I got to get my counter up, bro. I got to get my Danny Ainge counter up real quick here. Uh, so 
Danny Ainge and the Utah Jazz, there's one, <laughs> have collected 15 first-round draft picks between now and 2029. 15, all right? And the Utah Jazz are going to be a playoff presence in some capacity this year. And I think 100% if the Lakers make it in, the Jazz can be there. And I definitely think that, you know, this is that's the, that's the last nail in the coffin for Golden State. Yep. Danny Ainge yep, counter. I agree. Check in the box. Danny, we really do need to get that Danny Ainge counter for me. We, we need to have, like, top, top, top corner Danny, Danny Ainge <laughs> counter. Joe's Danny Ainge counter. Yeah, Jesus. But, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think – I think Golden State's done. Warriors fans, I'm sorry. Come for me. I don't care. You guys you guys had a great run. It was a great, you know, decade that you guys – not maybe not a decade, maybe seven or eight years that you guys had. But it's over now. Just go home. Go back to being terrible like you were before. And, and Yeah, and we don't, we don't want to see you guys anymore. That's it. Goodbye. But speaking of goodbye, that's going to do it for today's episode on the House Call Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Again, shout out to one of our sponsors, Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code, the underscore house, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. I'm going to give me some Liquid IV uh, today. It's super hot here where I live. I'm going to be outside all day in the blazing hot sun with my pale white skin, and I'm going to need some Liquid IV to replenish. So... Go check out Liquid IV at liquidiv.com. Also, we are sponsored by StubHub. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports, concert, and theater tickets as low as $6. Listen, we just had the NBA All-Star Game. Hopefully, you didn't buy tickets to that, but we got NBA regular season. We got NBA playoffs coming up. Please buy your tickets on StubHub. And if you have a sports fan in your life or if you are the sports fan in your life, then you need a good sport memorabilia site to get your sport merchandise. Sportmemorabilia.com is the one-stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. I know I personally got some some Christmas gifts at sportmemorabilia.com. Go check that out. We are also sponsored by Fubo TV. Fubo TV is the world's only sport-focused TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, popular shows, movies, and news for the entire household. There's no hidden fees. Get a free trial. Browse available plans. I personally use Fubo TV a lot. I watch a lot of basketball on there, college basketball, college football, regular season football, baseball. There's a lot of good stuff on there. And then, please, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all the feedback. We actually just hit 500 subscribers on YouTube while we were recording. So thank you guys for the support. You guys are awesome. This is just the very beginning. We're trying to get to 500 million subscribers, baby. You already know. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms so that we can get to that 500 million subscriber uh, base at the House Call Podcast, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter. Go check out our merch. Meet the crew on our website. Go check out our blogs on our website as well, www.thehousecall.com. And that's going to be it for us. Peace. I'm Joe with the House Call Podcast. We're back again talking NFL AFC South teams and needs. And this time we're talking about the team that finished dead last in the AFC South. That's right. It's Houston.